Thank you for downloading this podcast from Abrupt Audio. You can find more episodes of this and many other podcasts at abruptaudio.com. Subscribe today to get the next episode automatically. Hello, it's Friday, which means the final episode of the week for Pixel Podcasts. And I sound a little bit too excited probably for it being the last one of the week. But I think it's just nice that, you know, the weekend is almost there. You can almost see this. Unless you are listening to this on a different day, then I'm sorry that it's either the weekend, yay, or middle of the week. I'm just just uh, just get myself in a bigger hole. Martin, save me. Hi. Hello, Ben. I'll, I'll try and dig you out this one. You know, Thank you. We've got I, d- big... I just don't know why I end up doing these. I, I don't understand, but we've got a big story for today. And I think Ben's more excited about talking about <laughs> the article. We'll say that. Yeah, we'll say that. It's Friday and it's the last one of the week. I hope. Yeah. It depends on you listening. Anyway, yeah, forget that. Let's just roll the intro. Intro guy, take it away. You're listening to the Pixel Podcast. So for the final episode of the week, we're talking about Apple, and they have been apparently testing their self-driving cars amid a reboot of the project. Now, we talked about Apple vehicles a little while ago, but there's kind of been an on-and-off rumor that they stopped it completely. They hit basically a brick wall with any of the manufacturers they started um, talking with, and now there's rumors that they are rebooting it, but focusing purely on the self-driving aspect. But it seems that they've hit yet another roadblock. Apple's secretive car initiative codenamed Titan has progressed to real-world testing on a closed track, according to a report from the New York Times. The testing of autonomous vehicle software is indicative of a recent reboot in strategy for Apple, which is said to be moving away from building its own electric car to focus on developing self-driving software. The shift towards the software is apparently part of a new plan for long-term Apple executive Bob Mansfield. He came out of retirement to lead the Titan division after former project head Stephen Zadesky left the company earlier in the year. Mansfield's refined focus has led to a number of job cuts, the New York Times reports, and illustrates the difficulties of initially trying to develop an electric car and autonomous software simultaneously. You know, Bloomberg first reported the change in the strategy back in July, stressing the mounting issues Apple's Titan team had grappled with over the last 18 months as the division ballooned to more than 1,000 employees. So, Elon Musk and his Tesla car have been grabbing all the headlines. It's all been about Elon Musk. You know, Google have done some of their things in the corner. We've heard a little bit about them, but it's all been about Tesla. And I think Apple have been very, very keen to uh, keep pace with some of the big players at the moment in the industry. Do you think, Martin, it's a good idea for Apple just to focus on the software side of things and maybe hopefully find a decent deal with a car company then for them to take the whole thing together? Because, I mean, this would be ext- this would be a f- almost a first for Apple in a long, 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 long time. I mean, they create the software and the hardware. You know, they develop them in tandem. Do you think this is going to be a good or a bad thing for them? I think you can't go down the route of, say, they create the software and then just chucking it in a car because that's how you get bad receptions. I understand that the ethos is completely different to what they're used to. It's a completely different ball game, I understand. But I say they need to keep persevering and going for it because it's like I said, you try and sort of glue and jam something together, it's just going to end up pit tong. You know, it's never, ever going to go well. And I really want to see this. You know, I really want to see Apple really push the boundaries here. And I think they should just keep on going and doing what Apple do best. 
Sure. I, and I think, yeah, I think it's a bit of a, it's a bit of an unsure one and a very difficult one for them. I mean, it's, it's extremely new territory for them. I mean, you know, developing software for a mobile device is very different to developing software for um, a phone. And I know they've had a different division, but at the same time, they try to do the classic Apple thing of keeping it really hush. And, you know, testing cars is very, very different to keep quiet in terms of testing phones. And I think they're going to have to soon become a bit more public about what's going on and the tests and things like that because i think not only should it put more a bit more faith in the in the the public you know that they should have a bit more faith in apple but i think also it's going to help them in the long run i think keeping it quiet is probably just um hurt them long run. i mean apple aren't the only ones that would be creating just the software and then relying on another manufacturer um uber have been trying to create their own um automated software and uh, they actually um did a pilot um, in uh, Pittsburgh and they had modified versions of um, Volvo XC90s um, to test with their Uber software and that's been going fairly well. So, I mean, it could work for Apple and we're not saying it definitely can't. I mean, there's there's basically there's, there's pluses on both sides and negatives on both sides. I mean, if they pair it with a major car manufacturer, then they get the you know experience of actually manufacturing that these car manufacturers have had. I mean, Apple have never had to manufacture anything like this, so it's a completely new ball game for them. But software at least is, you know, similar enough. But, you know, manufacturing a car is completely different to manufacturing a laptop or anything like that. And um you know, they have the benefit of that. But of course, the negatives is that you've got two different companies having to work closely together and to at all times, you know, communicate and, and be on the same level for it to work. You know, any miscommunication or anything else could, you know, at the end of the day, people's lives are on the, on, on the line. So it could risk lives. But, um, you know, on the other side of the fence, of course, if Apple does everything together, they, you know, they will do a classic Apple thing, I'm sure. And, you know, everything will be designed to the T to work with the, the hardware and, and, you know, and the, the, the mechanical operations and everything else and it would all work you know so well together and if there was needed to be updates sent out for whatever reason it would be very easy to do because they know what is physically in the vehicles and um, obviously on the negative sides is that you know they have never made a car before in their lives and obviously they've been trying to they've been trying to crack this for a while and they're obviously not there enough for them to talk publicly about it at the moment so i mean it's 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 a really difficult thing for them i think uh, as much as i'm keen to see it i mean i don't want it to be I don't want it to be the thing that breaks Apple, you know. They, they've been on, they've been on a winning streak for a long time, and uh, you know, could this be the the thing that sets them on the path, uh, you know, that's going completely the the wrong direction? I don't think this is going to be the downfall of Apple. Um, I understand they got a lot of work and a lot of force behind this, um, and what I said earlier about it it will be not a product that, that they'll look back on and go, yeah, we we did that because you know. No one wants to sort of glue things together, but if it comes to it, I wouldn't be like completely, oh, Apple, they, they, they bit the dust, it's all over. And I, and I think that's also another problem, is we've put Apple on such a pedestal, saying they can never fail, and, you know, Apple can fail. I know, and I understand, like, it's, I can't think of anything straight from my head because it has been such a long time if they ever have. But you, you've got to realise that even even like a phone company, even to have the, say, the kahunas to come out and say, we're going to do this, that takes guts. And I think, personally, it's going to be another two years. If, if, they, if they say we're going to do it on our own, it's going to take another two years. And the problem also is... Apple are very secretive about things they do. 
and it's like I think they have to go a bit more public and a bit more public testing, to be honest. Yeah, and I think Apple being in the quiet has really not worked for them that, that well so far because, you know, as much as it seems that they're keeping the pace with some of the bigger manufacturers who are still working on things and tweaking things, I mean, there's nothing out there at the moment who's uh, in terms of self mainly, which is perfect. Tesla's the closest, but theirs is still far from, you know, being an actual public release. They're all beta releases at the moment. Um, and I think, you know, the fact of that is one thing, but I think at the moment, you know, there's no clear benefits to the consumers to anyone at the moment why you would choose you know apple's new and untested car for instance you know that they've never done it before over like a tesla who's been on the roads now for many years and build a reputation fords you know all these other major manufacturers are getting in on this chunk it's it's a bit of a, i think it's a bit of a problem for them that the way they've kept so quiet it's not probably put much confidence in you know the general public um especially you know the inexperience that they have you know ceo tim cook has been asked many many times about this and the the, the classic quote that he said earlier this year was do you remember when you were a kid and christmas eve it was so exciting you weren't sure what you were going to get downstairs well it's going to be christmas eve for a while I mean, you know, that's like the most vaguest thing in the world. That's like not saying no, not saying yes, not saying anything. And uh, I think automotive cars and, and this sort of industry is very, very different in terms of the way you go about um, the PR side of things than I think anything else Apple have ever created before. Because at the end of the day, you know, these are, as I said, people's lives on the line. They're not just tech products. I mean, at the moment, the worst we've seen with the, you know, the Samsung phone is that it is set fire to itself, which, yes, is bad, but it's not quite as bad as when a car goes completely wrong like we have seen with some vehicles um, that have been tested at the moment. So it's it's it's, well, it's, it's it's still a sword, really. You can be too public and then, you know, you're, if something happens in a public testing thing, then it can almost derail your whole project in terms of um, how much faith people have in you. But also at the same time, if you're too hush-hush about it, it almost seems that you're underconfident in talking about it. And that's also bad as well. So I guess what we can really learn from maybe not being too reckless and not being too cautious at the same time is definitely the strategy Apple should go for. I think they need to come out and say something soon. I think they need to show us something they've been working on software-wise, maybe some of the stuff that, that, that it's got going on. You know, not give too much away. I know they're, they're a very secretive company. They try and keep everything under wraps because they don't want, you know, competitors copying them, et cetera, et cetera. But I think at this stage, we need to see something soon. Otherwise, it's going to just look a little bit bad on them, I think. So there we have it, the end of another episode, the end of the last one of the week. So it's been a great week. Hopefully, don't forget to get this back on some of the other episodes. Wednesday, we talked about Amazon and their new pop-up stores in America and hopefully the UK soon. And of course, on Monday, we talked about PlayStation 4 and the Skyrim slash Fallout 4 debacle. So check both of those out if you haven't heard of them. So with that, let's bring this episode to a close. Don't forget, you can check us out on all the usual places. You can check us out on the Podcaster app for iOS, on Stitcher for Android, and of course, Spotify as well. You could also follow us on Twitter. It's at Pixel Podcast. Don't forget to check out Abrupt Audio, who are the owners and producers of us. They also make some other great podcasts just like this, uh, including um, some martial arts stuff, some um, more jokey kind of stuff. Anything that takes your fancy, you can go check them out just on the website, abruptaudio.com. So with that, we thank you again for listening. And of course, we will see you fresh with a new podcast on Monday morning. So stay tuned for that. We're excited to share it with you. So Martin, 
Hope you've enjoyed this one. It's been great having you. Thank you very much. It's always, always been, you know what I'm going to say, it's my pleasure. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Exactly. Of course. I think we need to say something new at the end, but who knows? You know, you guys expect the same thing and we just deliver the same, the same line every time. So it's all good. And uh, on that note, we're going to bring the podcast to a close now. So have a great weekend if you're listening on the day of release and uh, we'll see you on the next episode, which will be something new and exciting. So stay tuned for it. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Pixel Podcast. Thank you and good night. Or as they say in gamer speak, G-G-N-O-R-E.